Warning, there will be spoilers throughout this podcast. If you have not yet read or finished reading this book, we suggest that you stop here and come back after you have read the book. If you just don't give a shit, then keep on listening. Wait, I was going to order, I went on, on Target and Target had a buy two, get one free books. So I was going to buy <laughs> the plain copy of this, buy that Never Lie book, and then buy just something else to get it for free. And it told me that it wasn't releasing I could pre-order it, but it didn't release until tomorrow. I don't know what. So it would ship happened. tomorrow. So I'm like, what? I think she's got a new publisher. Oh, really? Something like that. Wow. I read The Housemaid in a day. That one I did. So I know her. If I had the physical book, I probably could have read it in like a day and a half, maybe two days. But I did it. I had the audio book. It, it was very hard. It was very yeah, hard to listen to the audio book. Very hard. Sleep or like just you know. I was listening while I was like playing my video game, so I'd get like so into the video game that I'd completely <laughs> not hear. A lot of people say that you're supposed to draw during audiobooks. Like, I mean, I can like, I can understand. Yeah. Because like you don't zone like you're keeping busy that way you're not bored, but like you're not gonna zone out coloring. Yeah. That might be a good idea. But I mean, I I, I But it's weird because I can listen to a podcast while I do like video like play video games do shit like that and like. Right, right. I'll listen to the entire podcast and know what's going on. Right. I don't know what it was with the audiobook. I don't know if it was the author's voice, voice like whoever was reading's yeah. voice. It was really Was fu- it like Leslie Howard or something like that? I, I yes, yeah. yes, okay. yeah. And her voice is really fucking annoying. <laughs> and her, wait, 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 sorry. And her, like, when there's a guy and she makes her voice like this so it makes her so... Yeah, Bitch, yeah. just fucking talk. Just read like normal. But I'm not gonna lie, like, towards the end of the book, I probably want to say, like, the last, like, two hours, I was, like, doing dishes and listening and I was like... <gasps> <laughs> yes. So I like that I was able to, like, multitask yeah doing it you know what I mean so I again, also I put like I put the pod and I don't know what app you listened to it on uh-huh. but on Spotify I put it on like 1.3 yeah, speed yeah so it was talking a little bit faster than like normal so yeah. they got through it a little bit quicker yep did any of you I don't know if anybody nobody like made a comment about it did anybody read the back of the book that I sent in the group chat, the Holly Black book, I think that that the darkest part of the forest is part of the Cruel Prince series, like not a part of it, but like a spinoff of it, uh-huh. because the back of the book literally. I commented, I thought. No, nobody commented on it. Oh, because of it, what she said about like the the pale boy or. Well, the the the, the back of the book literally says. Um, Hazel and her brother Ben live in Fairfold, where humans and the folk exist side by side. Since they were children, Hazel and Ben have been telling each other stories about the boy in the glass coffin, that he is a prince and they are vigilant, valiant knights. But as Hazel grows up, she puts aside those, those stories. Hazel knows the honored boy, the horned boy will never wake until one day he does. Is the ho- it, horned boy Oak? Oh, Oak had horns. That's true. And they shipped him away to the fucking human world. I mean, but we haven't read the third book yet, so we don't right. know how the third book ends. But I'm wondering if that's like a like a spin off of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not part of the series, but it keys into the series, like the the way the King of Elfheim learned to hate stories. Like that's part of it but not really part of it yeah but yeah i was like putting my books on the shelf and like rearranging everything and i was like let me read the back of this i don't know what it's about and i was just like 
I have to show, when I get back, I have to show you two the TikTok I showed Crystal yesterday of fucking E! News casting fucking fourth wing and I want to murder people. Okay, are, yeah. we, are we ready for this? Yeah. Because I want, to, I want to fucking scream. It's so fucking bad. Okay. I can kind of see him for Liam. I'm okay with yes. that. That man had a glow up. Yes, true. For no reason, who authorized that? <laughs> Have you ever seen him? William Poulter. That's the one guy. Um, he was on that one. They were like on an RV. Oh yes. Yeah. And it's just yeah. so funny because yeah. people yeah. people yeah. in the comments are like, "Don't do violence, Zayden." Like that. Whoever did this obviously hasn't read the books. You know who I would love to be Zayden, but I know he doesn't have this, the like correct skin tone because I know Zayden's like a yeah like tan a tan darkish kind of not darkish. Yeah. Um, the guy. What do you guys say? I think Middle Eastern. That's why I think Middle Eastern too. Like the complexion. Yeah. I would go Middle Eastern. I have to look it up. Okay. I mean, everybody knows who I would say. He he also doesn't have the right complexion, but Trevor Wagner is one hundred percent to me. (laughs) Zayde. Chris Morley. Who the fuck is Bob Morley? Like he's from the 100. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, I've never seen any sort of like. What was his name like, in the one? I can't so remember what his name was in the 100, but I know who you're talking about. Just like the fan art. That's it. Not yes. Like actual like people. He's so cute. Yeah. He's so. Cute. I can see him playing Zayden. If he was darker and like he had like a shorter hair, but I mean. <laughs> I he just needs to. Be, I feel like he needs to be a little bit buffer. Yeah. Also buffer, because like me, I pick like I said, I picture Zayden like this big buff. Like he's he is hold okay in one scene he's literally holding her up with one hand. Well, he's six, yeah, but she's like, also really small. Still, still like <laughs> Crystal. I hate I hate this. this Ali Hazel does this a lot in her books. Where oh big man and teeny tiny little infant child. <laughs> I hate that shit. I hate it. Why can't they just be normal sizes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't feel. I see. I, I feel like teeny tiny little dainty fucking mouse. See, but I feel like, like when you see when you see giant. like fan art of Zayden and Violet, like yeah, Zayden's like six whatever, but like Violet's head comes to like the top of his <laughs> chest. Yeah. I don't think he's... You know what I mean? Like, she... No, 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 but I I don't think she's as little as, like, everybody kind of thinks in their mind from reading the book. Yeah. So that's why I picture Zayden as, like, like I said, like, Trevor Wagner, like, this big buff, like, he's holding her up with one hand against the fucking wall, like... Yeah. Hi, hello, we are back. I'm Nicole. I'm Leah. I'm Mara. I'm Crystal. And this is Literaturally Obsessed. Yay. Yay! So today we are doing... I'm so sorry in advance for um, all the coughs. And <laughs> you're good. I didn't have to edit out. I'm so sorry. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. But we are doing Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Um, and we're going to start a new little thing at the beginning where we kind of give you the stats on the book. 
Um, so let us know if you guys like that. So this book was first published uh, in 2022. It has 286 pages and it is considered a thriller slash mystery book. Um, and I'll read the little synopsis so that you guys can get a kind of understanding of what the book is about. So it says, newlyweds Trisha and Ethan are searching for the house of their dreams. But when they visit the remote manor that once belonged to Dr. Adrian Hale, a renowned psychiatrist who vanished without a trace four years earlier, a violent winter storm traps them at the estate with no chance of escape until the blizzard comes to an end. In search of a book to keep her entertained until the snow abates, Trisha happens upon a secret room, one that contains audio transcripts from every single patient Dr. Hale has ever interviewed. As Trisha listens to the cassette tapes, she learns about the terrifying chain of events leading up to Dr. Hale's mysterious disappearance. Trisha plays the tapes one by one late into the night, with each one another shocking piece of the puzzle falls into place, and Dr. Adrian Hale's web of lies slowly unravels. And then Trisha reaches the final cassette, the one that reveals the entire horrifying truth. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Um, I think it would be cute if every episode somebody else does the. Yeah! Oh, that would be so good. Absolutely. Okay. I think that would be fun. I don't have to sleep for it, so I'm going to have to read the box. Right. That's fine. Um, you want to go around and do ratings on it? Yeah. Alright, Leah, you want to go first? Uh, so, I recommended this book. Um, I hope everybody really liked it. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I really like Freedom and Fadden's writing. So um, I would say I gave it like a four for me. Just like it was, it was good. It was the, I mean, I, I did the audiobook. I didn't like read it physically, but it was, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. So a four. Okay. I, I think I gave it, I'm going to give it a four as well. I really liked it. Okay. Crystal? I did not do the required reading. <laughs> um, How far did you get into it? Three chapters. That's it? Yeah. Damn, Crystal. Okay, so what happened was that I ordered this book the, it was like last Friday, like literally, I think Black Friday. Um, it didn't get to me at all because I ordered it along with a bunch of other things on Amazon. Um, and it was the only thing that was missing from my Amazon package. And so I, I contacted Amazon. I was like, hey, like, I, um, I, I'm missing this book. And they were like, okay, we'll send you a replacement. It'll get here three days after we record the podcast. And so I just did not have time to read it. Mara let me borrow her copy. But then... I also have a full-time job, and I can't just stop everything to, like, read this book. Um, but I, I hope next time, um, not obviously, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I hope next, next, um, I, I don't want to say next podcast because we record, like, two episodes at a time. But, like, next time I can be, like, you know, have read it and give a little blurb about what I like about it. Uh -huh. um, that kind of thing, so. Maybe just every episode, someone won't read it. Because I, I don't think I read the last one. You didn't Clown read Clown in a Cornfield? I didn't either. No, we never. We didn't, didn't, even, we didn't even do an episode of that. Clown in a Cornfield? Well, what was Who didn't read Icebreaker? You did. Yeah, yeah, you didn't read Icebreaker. I'm just known yeah. for not reading books. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever. 
That's okay. I don't need a clown either. Yeah, you still have I, my. I, 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 I haven't read <laughs> clown. Really, technically, we're even. You haven't read this one or clown, and I didn't read clown and icebreaker. We didn't do a clown. So podcast. we didn't do icebreaker. We didn't do clown the podcast. Yes. So. Also, I want to apologize for my voice. I'm really sorry. You said. This. I know. I know. But everybody was interrupting me, and it was really rude. So <laughs> let me say it now while everybody's being quiet. Anyways, bitches. <laughs> What's your rating? Um, I rated this like a 3.5. Um, I don't know if it was because I listened to it also on audiobook, but I felt like the beginning was very slow going and there was a lot of stuff that to me just did not logically fucking make sense. Um, but then the ending like really sold it for me and was like, holy shit. So it like bumped my rating up. Yeah. A little bit. But yeah, I, I gave it like a 3.5. I, there's this, and it's such a small detail in the book, but I just really needed to talk about this because it was so wild to me. She left her boyfriend of one year to be with a man that she met at a coffee shop. Yep. That was kind of yep. crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, she was like, hey, like, she probably went home and was like, hey... But I mean, Peace. but I mean, when okay, you okay, okay, when, when, when you get to the end yes, of the book and you makes, realize like who makes, she is, the person, it makes so much sense. It like, does. I can't imagine like being some, with someone for a year and then going home and be like, hey. By the way, I saw this man at a coffee shop and I think he's the one for me. So peace out. But also, technically, if you think about it, she had this she all, knew about him oh, before yes. that. Yeah, she had this all planned yes I, I i believe everything was planned down to right. like the t of what was going to happen so like, so trisha our what like our main character yeah she's I the main character like our, our main character um literally was the culprit like at the very end of this mm-hmm. entire book um and you really there was really no hint whatsoever right because even her thought process like in like she seemed like the same person yeah she really did seem like a same person there was no indicators that mm-hmm. she was like crazy there was indicators that maybe ethan oh yeah was a little bit of a narcissist and kind of like mm-hmm. controlling um and we thought he was well yeah because person i literally said it to you i was like she's sitting there listening to these cassette tapes because she was literally she's she basically like walks so so that you can kind of understand a little bit, Crystal. So they they go to visit this house um, that they are thinking about buying. Um, they're thinking about buying this house, and they drive up to it, and it's a blizzard. So they get stuck at this house. And my first thing, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "You just you're you're breaking and entering." Like they yeah. literally like find a set of keys yeah. like on the front porch, and are just like, "Let's just let ourselves inside." Woo. Um, and they just go into this house and just like, yeah, and just like take over. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't go inside of a house thinking someone was in there. Mm-hmm. Like at least, like did they knock? I honestly can't remember if they uh, knocked yeah. or not. I don't, I don't remember. So like honestly, they're both psycho. Yeah. Like, so like truthfully, like, I mean, she offed six people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who? Trisha. Yes, she okay. murdered the girl okay. when she you, was. You put it together, right? Trisha is Patricia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, so, so she murdered the two. She the, murdered. So she murdered. There was a girl, a girl when she was in high school that she murdered, yeah. and somebody else took the fall for. 
There were her three friends yep. that she murdered. Which was her, she best her best friend, her fiance, her fiance, and then just a girl that was like kind of randomly, unfortunately, there. I know. Right? I was like, what? Poor girl. Um, she offed her grandmother. Yes. And then she killed Adrian Hale. Well, didn't they? All, didn't they also kill that one guy? Uh, but no, no. Ethan they killed, killed Luke. Luke. So she didn't kill Luke, but she offed six people, and technically Ethan killed two. Ethan killed his Mom, mother Mom, and, and Luke. Luke. Wild. Like. And the whole time, I thought Ethan was EJ. Me too. Yes, that's what I was telling her. I was literally sitting there, and I'm going, you're listening to these cassette tapes, and you're telling me that you, because she was like, oh, there's something familiar about it or whatever. And I'm like, you're telling me that you can't hear that that is your husband's voice on these tapes like come on it's fucking obvious right ethan is ej they both start with e's da, 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 da. like i was like it's so fucking stupid and so i got to the fucking end and i was like holy fuck yes that's why i was like whenever you were like i mean it's so obvious and i was like well listen i've read the housemaid and it totally puts you in like just a twist at the end you yeah know what I mean? So I was like, I know, I know something's, it can't be that easy. She's very, I have to say as an author, she is very, very, very good. Yes. Like she's very good at making you think you have the whole thing figured out and making you think one thing, you have the whole thing figured out and come to find out you are so completely wrong that you could have been, you couldn't have been more wrong. Right. I'm telling you like, oh. Towards the end of the book, I was like, I I need to go be a detective. Like, I got this in the bag. I'm going to go be a cop. And then she was like, psych. It's like, it's like. But it, I don't know. I, I also never read or saw the movie The Shining. So I don't know if that was a coincidence that that was the specific book that opened that opened the book. I, I, I mean, I don't know. It could. I mean, The Shining is about, it kind of does make sense. Because The Shining is about um, them going to this hotel and getting stuck in a blizzard and staying in the hotel. And then the husband basically goes, like, insane um, and tries to, like, kill off his whole family type of thing. So, in a sense, yeah, it kind of of almost is a little play on on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is almost like one of those little, like, hidden... Easter eggs, I guess you could yeah, call yeah. it, in the book. Yeah. Because I'm starting, I like, I'm trying to put myself in that mentality that an author is going to put something in the book for a reason. Exactly. And I don't know if it was because it was like one of her favorite books, if she liked the movie, or if it had like a deeper meaning, and I did not have time to read The Shining or watch the movie to figure it out. So, like, nah, I'm a. I'm a <laughs> I saw it. Yeah, no, yeah, The Shining, it, it definitely has like the same kind of concept. As yeah. it, yeah. And I didn't, I honestly didn't think I would like this book once I, and I think I told you, Leah, once I saw that it would go, like, back and forth. Yeah. Because I feel like for me, like, sometimes, depending on the writer, like, it gets so confusing, and it's like, you have to, like, keep switching back and forth, but how she wrote it was so good. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't get confused. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, crap, like, we're going back to the present. Where were they at? What were they doing last? Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. And I really liked it, and I feel like it was it was cool to kind of see the two stories like kind of mesh at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, whenever we got the chapter of like Patricia, I was like, "What the freak do we need this chapter for? Like, what's the mm-hmm. point like, of who, this? 
who's Patricia? Like, what What do we mean this chapter for? I just thought, honestly, at first, I just thought it was, like, filler shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, make it seem like she's listening. Like, I, re- I really thought it was only going to be one chapter of right. Patricia. Like, right. And I was like, oh, it's just, like, a filler thing to make you understand that she's listening to all of the, these tapes yes. type of thing. Like, that's really what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, same thing with um, Ethan's mom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, with the conversation, you know, with his mom. Like, I was like... Do is this all important? Yeah. Like what's what's mm-hmm. the point of these? Um, but yeah, like you said, it just came together all in the end, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like my jaw dropped. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Joseph is like looking at me like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no, not okay. I'm not okay. Because it was crazy the fact that she planned all of this mm-hmm. from I mean, the get- the, yes, yes. Yes, literally oh, yeah. from the coffee shop and everything. Like mm-hmm. she was just like, "Ooh, I knew this is the guy for me. I knew we would be alike." Yeah. Like, oh no. Just- well, because she had even said at the end when she she had met his mom when she was she was like going into the doctor's office and the mom was coming out yeah. or whatever it was type of thing. Um, and then when she read the thing in the paper about his mother being dead and like found at the bottom yep. of the stairs and she was drunk and tripped, like she knew right off the bat, like yes. She wasn't drunk. He pushed her type of thing. And, oh, this is the man for me. I like, know. you're both fucking psychopaths. <laughs> and Literal psychopaths. Is, and my thing is, is like, it, like, they both murdered. And I feel like you really, like, it could go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're both murderers in a relationship. You either, like, you go really well... Or you freaking kill each other. Which okay. she which made a comment. But she made yeah, she, she made a comment. Mom, her mom said something about like secret. I'm people. sorry, but the fucking pretty little liars reference fucking oh, threw me for a goddamn loop. Yeah. Because she literally goes, "My mom always told me the only way that two can keep a secret is if one of them is dead." And yeah, I'm always yeah, saying like, "Pretty yeah, little liars, yeah. are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. And my thing is, I genuinely don't. I genuinely don't think she really had to kill the. Um, the psychiatrist because she yeah. like she had a lot to lose in that like she literally hired a hitman mm-hmm. yeah. blackmailed a hitman and mm-hmm. but, like but she th- was gonna lose as much too but the thing is you have to you, i guess you have to put yourself in the mind of somebody who is truly mentally fucked up yes because yeah. this girl is mentally fucked up yep if she started i mean she she even and i i kind of i guess i only like know some of this because of listening to like my my true crime podcasts but one of the telltale signs of somebody who's going to, like, become um, um, a murderer or, or some sort of, like, so- sociopath or right. psychopath like that is that they do in their childhood. Right. And she literally made a comment about when she was talking about her daughter and how she bought her daughter this doll and the daughter's face, like, lit up. Yes. And she goes, it reminded me of me with all of my dolls when I was a child and the drawer full of heads of the dolls that I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And the fact that her daughter was playing over and picking flowers off the patch of grass what, that was where barely growing, where Luke was buried. Yes. Like, I'm just like, yes. oh my gosh, I can't. Like, it was, it was really good. It I was. The twists and turns, I, it was, it was done beautifully. It really was. Like I said, her writing honestly was immaculate. I mean, I'm like I said, I have, I have so many notes from the beginning where I'm, I was just so confused as to why things were happening that way. But right. then, I, like I said, at the end, it all makes sense. Right. Because I literally said, like, they, um, 
why is this bitch calling it our house? You're basically breaking and entering. And then like you had sex in the house that you broke into. That's fucking weird. You went through the fridge of this house and find food that has new dates on yes, it. Yes. And you're just like, eh, it's fine. Sandwiches. Right? Yes, took idiot. down took down her portrait over the fucking fireplace like it was no fucking big deal. Like you literally people were literally walking around this house like it was your own fucking house. Changing shit. Changing shit. And I'm sitting there at the beginning of the book like, what the fuck? You people are, you're fucking psychotic. This is not logical. This doesn't make any sense. And I was telling Crystal that yesterday. I was like, you know, I know that Crystal says it a lot with like the fantasy books where she's like, this doesn't logically make Uh, sense. And it's like, yeah, "Yeah, because it's a fucking fantasy book. Like nothing is logical. (laughs) It's supposed to make sense. They still need to make sense. In a fantasy book. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I disagree. I agree to disagree with you. (laughs) Anyways, but this is like a, I feel like this is like a true, not a fantasy. It's like a true life type of book. Yeah. And I'm just thinking that like none of this shit logically makes sense. But then when you get to the end of the book, you're like, that's why none of this shit logically made sense. Because these two people don't logically make sense. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it was... It like, was, a normal man would not just be like, oh, let's walk up into this house, let's mm-hmm. go eat, let's go do the do, let's go, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, and a normal man, too, wouldn't sit there after his pregnant wife just told him her whole life story about how she killed all of these people in her past, yes. killed this doctor, planned this whole thing for them to be there for that fucking weekend, and then just be like, I love you. A normal fucking man would be like, 911, save me. Yes. Exactly. So they're both psycho. My thing is, is, uh, like, please, because I don't remember, who got rid of that guy's, Ethan's body? What do you mean? When she, whenever, like, Ethan got killed, who got rid of the body? Was it the psychiatrist or was it? No, it ended up being, being them. They ended up cleaning out the house once they bought the house. The, the... EJ's body, so the, the the psychiatrist put EJ's body in the hole in the floor. I know, that's what I'm saying. Let how him did, die. How did she know? She Chris? didn't. She didn't know. That's the thing. Out whenever he opens it, it's, he's like, no. Well, she's she like, said, no, don't. she said that that was real. She, like she said in the book, like when, when she was talking about it, she said that she didn't know where um, Adrian had hid EJ's body. All she knew that it was that he was it? dead. And then when her ring fell on the floor and rolled underneath the couch, that's when they moved the couch and saw the hatch. And they opened up the hatch and found the dead body and she threw up. And she literally said, like, that was for real. Like, she actually did throw up. Right, like, it actually right. made her queasy with the, the dead body being there. Because she had never, she had seen a dead body, but she had never seen a decomposing oh, body. Yeah. So after, like, they made sure, so one, they killed... They killed Luke so that he couldn't go and tell and do all that stuff. And then they automatically put an offer in on the house for the exact asking price so that nobody else can come and view the house. Nobody else was going to do anything. And, of course, their offer got accepted. And then they cleaned everything out and moved EJ's body. Well, I just want to know why the doctor, if she knew from the very beginning that Trisha was lying, Mm -hmm. why did she never not say anything to the police or get her to confess like she did three years later. I you know what I mean? I think she was just so... Like, I think she was so enamored by, like, how well this girl was doing on her life. And then she made a book about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she really wanted to, like, keep writing that book. And then I think she also... 
I think she saw, like, some potential with Tris, like, as far as, like, using her in the future for something, because it's, like, I have this, I have your life in my fucking hands. Right, right. I can choose whether you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison. But that's what also makes the doctor, like, psycho, too. Well, she was a little crazy, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, slashing the tire... And she made it. She made it seem like she like threatened to kill somebody. Yes. Like she yes. was like, "I can't let this video get out. This video will ruin me." Like, ma'am. I yes. literally said that. And where, where, where is it? Oh my God. Like willing to like. She thinks a video of her slashing someone's tires is enough to end her whole career. Like, yes. what the fuck? Yes. Are you like, ma'am? She, but the fact is that she literally like took it upon herself to ruin this could possibly ruin all of luke's career mm-hmm. if it ever got out what he did going in there and breaking into somebody's house and like hacking into their computer or phone or whatever to get rid of that mm-hmm. stuff like you know and she was like he's not going to do it so i need to like put put on the tears like i need to cry like i'm gonna cry you know what i mean and like yeah maybe she did genuinely feel for him but she's also just yeah it honestly i think this book really shows you like how how you truly don't know people right like you truly do not understand what goes on in people's minds because the fact that think about it there were four people in this book who who did honestly some really fucked up shit some a little bit more fucked up than others yeah but even the point that like luke wasn't really a main character but pretty much did whatever Adrian asked because yeah. he quote unquote loved her. Right. Like you literally knocked this guy out, tied him up, drove to his house and broke into his house to delete footage to save your girlfriend. Yep. Just because you loved her. Like I I feel like if I was in that situation, I'd be like, You're fucked. Bye. Yeah. You're done. You're fucked. Yep. I'm sorry. But my 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 thing is, it's like she even got mad at him for watching it. Yes. And, and he literally was like, you just, first of all, my thing is, is like he was so focused, like you slashed someone's tire, like why would you do that? No. Why are you freaking out over slashing someone's tire that bad? Like she made it seem like he caught her murdering someone. Yes. Yes. And he acted like that. He acted like he watched this video and it was like a fucking snuff film of her like, <laughs> playing Russian roulette with somebody. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she slashed a dude's... He literally turns around and he's like, what did the guy in the Jetta do to you? And she was like, he stole my space. He stole my parking spot. I know. Oh, oh my fucking river. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why I was like, it's not that big a deal. No, it was not that serious. But my thing Crystal's is... Crystal's catchphrase. But my thing is, it's like, EJ, EJ knew that she, I feel like she, like, was psychotic in her own way of, like, she wanted people to see her as this, like, perfect psychiatrist right. who was so successful, and I feel like EJ knew that, and, like, <laughs> my thing is, is, like, blackmailed her with the video of her slashing someone's tire. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like he could have... I don't know. But I also feel like she, she, she was so... I feel like she was more motivated by by money than by helping people with their their mental problems because her whole yeah. thing with not being able to see EJ anymore was because his mom wouldn't pay. She literally used Patricia's story to write this whole book and basically become famous right. off of this fucking book 
to make more money. But I don't like, think it was the money. I think it was just her narcissistic, like, personality of, like, this... She had a massive ego. Yes, she, oh, she did. She had a huge ego. She, she kept saying it over and over. I'm helping them. I'm helping them. I'm helping them. People come to me all the time and say, thank you. You saved my life. Like, it was just constant, like... Praise, but just like disregard for when they bring her stuff like ew just cheap chocolates oh like you know what I mean it was just mm-hmm. like I'm doing so much like I'm doing so much for you guys oh, it was just, she loved that fucking portrait and yes that's what I'm saying so I, I really don't think it was money I would just think that she liked having people's life in her hand mm-hmm. and she liked the fact that she could kind of control the situation but that people praised her and loved her Mm. you know what I mean so like she was trying to do anything and everything for that to continue for that to always be like her on this like pedestal that people like worshipped her on you know what I mean yeah and I think her her work that she was doing at the clinic I don't think it was because she was like oh we're gonna do this out of heart I think she was looking to find like someone with like a fucked up case like Patricia yep that way she can make another book. Yeah. 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 She's probably like, I'm gonna do me some research. I'll find someone real fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now look, you're dead. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of people who are dead. Yeah, it was crazy. It was it was the twistiest I think this is the twistiest fucking book I've ever read. Yeah. 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 That was I think this is like the first thriller that I read. Would yeah. you guys read another Freedom McCann? Yes. 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 100%. Like She's, you know, I, I like her. Her, <laughs> her writing, honestly, her writing was amazing. Um, it, it, it just, the fact that she can make you think you know everything. Right. And then just be like. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Like, gotcha. Yeah. It also makes you feel like you were in the head of like somebody who's jacked up. Like, yes. Too, you know, especially for like Trisha. Cause like you truly thought she, I truly thought she was like sane. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Like. Okay, you're like, why is my husband doing this? Oh, first off, she was so annoying with the whole fact, my husband this and my husband that. Oh. My husband's great and oh my gosh. Like, You've known him for a year. Shut yes. the fuck up. It's like, oh my gosh, yes. But I don't know. It was, I just felt like you really got in her head and like she made it make sense. Like her, her thought process, mm-hmm. like why is my husband doing this like that's not normal I feel so sick I can't look at the picture like blah 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 you know and then come to find out you planned all of this mm-hmm. like you were even making yourself believe the lie yep I was just but that's I mean that's that is something that compulsive liars do yeah that's a trait of compulsive liars they will inevitably believe the lies that they are telling to be truth yep so and they can't differentiate between what is the truth and what has been a lie. Yep. And that's why, like, it's just, like, it, it's crazy because it's, like, you're in her, in that girl's head. Yeah. And everything just seems so normal. normal. And then mm-hmm. at the end, you're like, oh, but she's fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. But then it's, like, the whole time she was, like, like mentally gaslighting her husband. Yes. yes. And I was just like, man, like. Girl, you need to run. He's fucking psycho. And that's why I, I had so many things. Yes. yes. I had so many things written down, too, that was like red flag, red flag, red flag. I'm like, you can't, you're pregnant and you're telling me that you're afraid and can't tell your husband that you're pregnant. Right. Red flag. Yep. Red flag. He gets angry with little tiny things. Red flag. Like, yep. there were so many red flags with him that I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have left my boyfriend for this. No. This 
walking red flag no man he literally is like he should just have one sticking out of the top of his head like bing 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 and that's just so crazy to me which i guess because she is a psychopath right like she knew he killed his own mother yeah like what makes you think he's not gonna kill you mm. you know what i mean if it comes to that but i think she also knew in her head that like she was more crazy than he was because right. at that point their body she, counts are different yeah. he had only killed one person she had killed six Right. Two now. Like, well, now two, but like when she had met him, yeah. like he had only killed right. his mother and she had knocked off like six fucking people in her life. Like it was no big fucking deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she's, she's literally classified as a fucking serial killer. Yeah. She is a serial killer. And then they just had a baby and are just pregnant little, with another one. A little baby monster. Like, you're going to raise her to be just like you guys? Like, I'm confused. Oh, but towards the end, I did get the feeling that, um, Ethan is probably going to end up super paranoid. Like his yes. mom. Like his mom. Because oh, yeah. Because he was already, like, she said, like, whenever other people were around or whatever, he gets kind of, like, nervous and kind of, like, fidgets mm-hmm. a little bit. And, and he was afraid that somebody was going to notice that the grass wasn't growing yes. in that one specific area. Yeah, when you just yep. dig out the whole, dig out the whole yard, just nothing but dirt, and then you find the Star. grass. Yeah. And let the people roll it out. I'm mad Mara's like trash. I know. <laughs> Not Mara giving people ideas. PSA to all you killers out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But for a police don't, please don't do it. And don't, don't fucking blame me. <laughs> I can't go to jail. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to jail, actually. Hey, me, me, me and Ashley were talking about it, and oh, you know, free 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 okay, wait, 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 this was, this was me and Ashley's <laughs> logic, alright, three, three screen on yesterday, yep. a roof over our head, free gym, free education, a free gym, I want to do something to go away for like two years, and I'm going to come back skinny, because I'm going to work out the whole time, and I'll just be fine, I have no other obligations, I just work out, like I told Crystal, just as long as it's not a felony, because I still need my cosmetology license. <laughs> yeah, just a little misdemeanor. Yeah, just a little misdemeanor. That's fine. I just put away for a little while. I, I work out. I become nice and skinny. Just and then I just come back as a person. If they try to give, give you a fine, be like, can I go to jail? <laughs> <laughs> like, instead of paying the fine, can I just go to jail? Um, yeah, I got a speeding ticket. Can, I, can you just, like, take me away? And that's fine. We're in the midst of a uh, holiday at the retail store that we work at. And Ashley comes in the back room. And she looks like frazzled like her hair is like sticking out <laughs> and she goes i'm gonna be on the news and i go for like rescuing a kitten from a fire or because like you have somebody's decapitated head in your fridge and she goes the second <laughs> and i'm like yep that'll do it Ashley. well it was also a time that me and you were like <laughs> no i think it was you you were like do you think that they still give out lobotomies? And I was like, <laughs> maybe we can see if they have a two-for-one deal. And Ashley turns around and goes, I'll be your designated driver. <laughs> I would, if, if, if we were in the 1950s, I think every single one of us would be a lobotomized housewife. Yes, 100%. We'd just be diagnosed with hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> That or I, would I, all... joke, I joke a lot about like no no thoughts had empty, but I really wish sometimes my I was no thoughts had empty. Same. 
Special. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it, like Crystal. That's what makes us all different. Exactly. And putting on what Crystal said, we either would all be lobotomized housewives, or all of us would be on grippy sock vacations for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Oh, I one. love a good grippy sock vacation. <laughs> I need one more than ever. We, days. me and Crystal asked if we could be roommates. <gasps> Bug <Bye>. beds. <laughs> There's one like right now. Yes. Um, um, isn't there there's a big one like um shit, I used to drive by it when I used to go and I forgot which way I would go when I went. But there's like a big one out there. Mm, but like what color grippy socks do they get off? I don't know. Yellow? Fuck that. I want gray. <laughs> I want gray or blue. No, the yellow or like standard. I'm pretty sure. Nah. No. You need to go to like an elite place. Like, <laughs> If there are any that give out uh, tie-dye grippy socks, hit us up. Hit me up. I'll try them on. <laughs> you can sponsor us. <laughs> Could you imagine getting sponsored by a grippy sock? <laughs> we just get a, we just get hospital sock oh, sponsorship. <laughs> you know what they would fucking we we can try those sheets, the ones that don't rip. <laughs> Stop I'm crying. Oh. oh my god. I would also like a quick little PSA, like very serious. Mental health is a struggle. We're not making fun of everybody and everybody. We're making fun of everybody. We all have, suffer like, from some sort of mental, yeah. yeah. So, so this is just our okay. coping. <laughs> but we're not enabling anybody. Like seriously, if you, if you or anybody you know is like, like you know, really struggling, please reach out to a counselor. We'll leave. We'll leave some. We'll leave some things in the in the description. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some but resources. Just know if you do have to go to an institute like those cookie socks. Some of the food is pretty good too. You know, I think it's okay. Bring a couple books with you. The time will fly right by. I think it's okay to joke about it as long as it's just jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Just jokes. Don't look at me like that. Just jokes. Just jokes, and and it it also kind of makes it a little bit better since we all kind of suffer with a little bit of more than something. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's we'll definitely and we'll also play. like update the disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> <and> damn. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, this took this took freedom and that is. This took this took a turn real quick. Sponsored by our good friend Free Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm literally caught rying right here. Like in all seriousness, like you can sponsor us, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, um, mine's got tears. My, my shoe size is a size 10. Um, but the bigger the sock, the better. <laughs> I like roomy socks. I don't like them when they're tight. We get sponsored. They send us one sock. <laughs> and we all have to share. <laughs> but yeah, that's all we've got for today. Yeah, I, say I don't have anything else. Me neither. Okay. I'm on empty. I'm on MC too. I just laughed until I was legitimately crying. All right, so we hope that you <laughs> uh, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. As always, this will be posted on our Instagram, so you guys can leave any comments, questions, concerns, anything that we did not talk about in this book that you felt like needed to be talked about in that comment section. Um, this will also be posted to YouTube, so you can post some comment comments, questions, concerns in there. Um, and also a new little thing that we just started, which I will leave the link for, we did start a Discord server, which we felt like would be a lot easier to talk in real time to you guys. So if you want to go and head over there, join our Discord server. Um, I've made a couple different channels already about certain things, genres, stuff like that, that you can comment in. Um, then you can also leave us book recommendations in the recommendations channel. Please, we're struggling. Yes, we're struggling please. so bad to come up with book recommendations, and we just need somebody to think for us. Yes, <laughs> we're please. only women. <laughs> we cannot think for ourselves. Um, um, but yeah, that's everything. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.